It's about time because we're going there. This is it, friends. We are finishing up our Love Is series. I'm your host, Bianca Wattis Oltoff. And if you have been with us this entire week, let me just say extra credit for you. I hope for whether you are single or married, you've gathered your friends, you've downloaded the free resources, you get the videos, and you get to share this conversation about healthy conversations about what love is, dating, sex, and relationships. Now, if you want more information on how to download those resources, you can go to BiancaOltoff.com backslash love, L-O-V-E, and uh, you can put in your information. You'll immediately get the six video sessions and the PDF for free. Why? Because I love you and I love love and I love healthy relationships. In fact, I got my passion for love by watching my Bible boyfriend. And he wrote a letter to his friends in Corinth. And in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 6, Paul reminds them, love rejoices with truth. So friends, in our final session, I want to encourage you to be true, not only to others, but with ourselves. Wouldn't it be nice if we had permission to say everything that we wanted? Newsflash, we do. So many people, men and women, struggle to vocalize their desires or even ask for clarity. It might come down to our culture, history, psychology, or simple insecurity, but we all have the propensity to shrink back and remain silent out of insecurity especially when it comes to relationships. But one of my favorite Bible characters is a woman by the name of Ruth. I've done a Bible study on her. I love her. I'm obsessed. And when it came to her relationship, she was smart. She was direct. She was clear. When it came to having a conversation with the guy that she was interested in, a man by the name of Boaz, there were no games to play, no ambiguous emojis to decipher, no monotone text message to try to interpret. She was a woman who drew a line and asked for what she wanted. In Ruth 3, 9, it says this. She has a conversation with Boaz and she says, spread the corner of your garment over me since you are my guardian redeemer of the family. Now, before you think that she has Boaz for a cult because she was cold, understand that there was something massive going on here. Ruth's phrase was an idiom. When she says, spread your corner of a garment over me, that's an idiom and translated, marry me. The gesture of a man covering a woman with his garment was a symbolic act. It was a declaration of a husband to provide for his future wife. Ruth was clear in telling Boaz she wanted to be his wife. Just retelling this story, I'm standing on my feet giving this woman a slow clap. Yes. Why? She had chutzpah. Okay. You know what she was doing? Ruth had a DTR. A defining the relationship talk. You heard me right. She drew the line. She let him know what she wanted. And I want you to do the same. This might feel like a stretch for some and a sigh of relief for others. To make sure we have some practical tips on how to have DTRs, I've created when to have a DTR, how to have a DTR, and how not to have a DTR. Are you ready? Let's go. When to have a DTR. At what point do you define a relationship? If you wait too long, you could wait in vain. If you move too soon, you could look desperate or awkward, thirsty, or all of the above. Here are some signs that warrant a DTR. One, if someone has been texting or direct messaging you repeatedly, it's safe to assume that they're at least interested in getting to know you. Two, if someone calls to check in or touch base a couple times a week, that might be a sign that they're attracted to you and care about you. Three, if someone has asked you out several times and the hangouts have been fun and easygoing, they probably like being around you. 
If you're fine with generically communicating with someone as a means to get to know them, wonderful. But if you're questioning if this is more than a mere friendship, you have the grounds to casually and without pressure and without being weird, you could ask the expectation or direction. There's no problem for you to say, hey, is this a friendship or is this something more than a friendship? And just to ensure that we're clear on when to DTR, if you've known someone for a day, don't start planning the wedding. If someone took you on a coffee date, don't ask them to marry you. If someone introduced you casually to a friend or family member, don't start naming your future children. For the love of all things holy, please be normal. Okay, friends, there you go. Okay, so that's when to have a DTR. Let's talk about how to have a DTR. Please note, having a conversation with anyone about where you stand in a relationship is hard. But if you value them and you value yourself, be true and honest about what you're feeling. Here are a few tips when it comes to having a DTR. Number one, be casual. Now, I know that men and women both uh, can read energy or emotions, but specifically when it comes to men, there's a psychologist by the name of Dr. Gray. And Dr. Gray says that men primarily, when they sense high levels of emotion, they will have a tendency to retreat, almost like they'll go back into a cave. So for men or women, um, if you have a high level of emotion, make sure that that emotion is in check. Don't get crazy. Don't cry. Don't look desperate. Act like an adult and handle yourself with class. It's awkward if you're awkward, right? So if you're having a DTR with someone you are not interested in, you might lead the conversation with, hey, I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy our friendship. We hang out a lot and I love counting on you as my friend. Before any lines are crossed or communication is skewed, I just want to clarify that we're friends and I don't see us as anything more. Was that hard? Yes. Was it loving? Absolutely. Okay. So if you're having a DTR with someone you are interested in, you might lead the conversation with, hey, I love how much we get to hang out. It's always so much fun. But before I read into things or assume anything that might not be real, I'm starting to develop feelings and I don't want to be wrong. Are we just friends or do you see this turning into something more than friends? Ta-da, you did it, right? Both of these conversations are difficult to initiate, but when you own your feelings and you demand clarity, it forces the other person to own theirs. Okay, so the first one, first one, be casual. Number two, be coy. If you don't feel brave enough to address a conversation head on and be direct, be creative to find ways to get an answer in maybe less direct ways. For example, use the excuse that your friends are always asking if there's something going on between you two. This way, you don't have to essentially be the initiator, but I would encourage you to make sure that you leave the conversation with clarity and an understanding of where you stand in regards to the relationship. So, I'm always a fan of being casual, being direct, have a good DTR. And if that's not your cup of tea, be coy, but leave with clarity. And lastly, be mature, be mature. If you are mature enough to bring up the conversation, you must be mature enough to handle the response. If you find out someone isn't interested in you, you have full permission to stop the friendship. In fact, I would actually encourage you to stop the friendship so you're not wasting time investing in a relationship that you like them more than they like you but you don't have permission to be rude or mean. If someone doesn't like you, don't act like a child, act like an adult. Okay, so here is how not to have a DTR, okay? To ensure all the jokers out there don't go rogue and acting like darn fools and then including my name in it, I'm also including some helpful hints as to not have the relationship talk. Now, listen, this was learned firsthand by me or my friends, so you're welcome in advance. Okay, how not to have a DTR? First dates. If you're on your first date with someone, don't try to define anything. Y'all, I'm serious. 
Don't talk about defining politics, religion, or world crisis. Ask questions and get to know them, their worldview or general information. But don't like you're at the altar forcing them to make a life decision. Use wisdom, friends. Number two, do not have a DTR via text message. Texting is super great to keep the relationship casual, make plans, or send awesome memes. But please, for the sake of all things holy, do not have a DTR via text message. Texting is not the way to have a mature, grown-up conversation. We can't read body cues, intonation, or inflection in a text, so it's always wiser to rely on a good old conversation. Lastly, how not to have a DTR? Through someone else. Don't let someone else be your mouthpiece. You have a voice, so use it. Now, this might feel like too much for you to handle right now. It might feel a little daring or too brave or too embarrassing, but don't let social norms or insecurities keep you muzzled. There is nothing wrong about saying what you want. So let me remind you, dear friends, that love always perseveres. It never gives up and it never fails. As we finish out this series, let me remind you and let me encourage you to walk and to live in love. It has been my honor. It has been my privilege to go through this series with you. I hope that you download these resources and you take your friends, your family, your loved ones, or your community group through this conversation as well. Love you.